0: Hey there. How are you doing this week? How's 2020 treating? Oh, <laughs> how's 2021 treating you, huh? So I wanted to talk today about a question I got just recently in one of my groups. And it was, Do you make resolutions? Do you make New Year's resolutions? And I really had to think about it for a while because I have a lot of thoughts on this, and I need to distill it down as quick as I can. So, thank you for being here. And um, we are doing something a little different uh, this, well, going forward. So, if you want to catch this in video, you can catch us on our YouTube channel, or you can also catch us on our Facebook channel, and you can post questions there. So, thank you again for being here, and let's dive in. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. So the question was, do you do resolutions? And I will say that for years, years and years and years, I was like all about the resolution. Like, you know, it's New Year's, let's do a resolution. Let's just knock this thing out at the wall and, you know, so on and so forth. It was just like a big deal. And then I started noticing as I collected journals from year to year that a lot of the resolutions were the same. They hadn't changed. And I guess maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be admitting that here, but it's the truth. Like it just wasn't... Um, I just wasn't doing the thing that I said I was going to do. I wasn't hitting the goals that I said I was going to hit. And what I found was it, it it was just disheartening, right? Um, I mean, okay, not a, I wasn't a hundred percent, I wasn't a 100% loser, but it, there were some things on there that just never seemed to quite, quite reach what I had said I wanted to do. And, I really had to start thinking about that. And I thought, you know, what's happening? Um, Am I trying to do too much? Am I expecting too much out of myself? Or am I just a slacker? I'm just not doing what I say I'm going to do. And I think that maybe, maybe it's a little bit of both. But what I really think happens is that if you do a New Year's resolution, let's say, Okay, let's let's roll this this camera back a couple of days. And it's January first now. And you make this resolution that on December thirty first, you're going to XYZ, whatever it is, you're going to lose twenty pounds that you gained in twenty twenty, or you're going to, you know, be consistent at your workouts, or you're going to have quit eating sugar whatever it is like you know whatever that thing is that you say you're going to do um, that's a long time that's a long time away that's 12 months right 12 months is it's almost like who knows what's where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing in 12 months and i think that's where we that's where resolutions like that's where long term goals sometimes hit um maybe I'm going to take that word long-term goal back because actually I think that we can do a lot over um, a few years, but when we we focus on just this upcoming year, it gets a little fuzzy. So what if, what if we took a resolution and instead of saying, this is what I'm going to do this year, theme it. I like to theme a year, right? Now, I will tell you. I'm a total loser for last year because my theme last year was adventure and travel. (laughs) I don't think I left the house practically in 2020. (laughs) But no, I mean, I did leave the house, but I certainly didn't have a lot of adventure and travel. That was long long, or far flung. I did actually have a well i mean i I guess I feel kind of bad saying this, but I did have some fun in twenty twenty um because I got to do a lot of the things that I wouldn't normally do near where I live and around where i live and and I just tried some new things so in a way, I guess I did have adventure and travel. it just wasn't like you know i wasn't I wasn't in Europe or on the orient express uh so so you know like think about theming your year what could your what could your word for the year be? that would really matter, like what would it make you feel like at the end of this year, if your word for the year was, well, like for me last year, adventure and travel, or if your word for the year was like brilliant health, or maybe your word for the year was, mm, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that people have thrown out there for me, but like confidence or whatever that word is for your year take that word and and just kind of, like, start making it part of you. It's, by theming a word, what makes it easier is that we're not talking about specifics. We're not talking about hard and fast, you know, step one, twos, and threes. We're just looking, right? We're just looking and saying, and let's just say your word for the year is confidence. I mean, that's... Um. Actually, I've got a better word. Let's go with this one. Your word for the year is magic because I I think that having a little magic in our life in twenty twenty one might be really good for all of us. So your word of the year is magic. Then, when you're doing things, you just you just look at them and you go, okay, if if this is what I'm going to do, how can I make it more magical? How can I make it more fun? How can I make it you know something that gets me excited, and and just using that little bit of a theme will allow you to i think bring in more creativity like bring in bring in more vastness into what it is that you want to create then and and we're not off the we're not off the uh the track here for goals because i do think that i think goals are important i do because otherwise we just wake up one day and a year's gone by or 5 years has gone by or a lifetime's gone by right so instead of just saying, you know, these are my goals, what if you thought about working in smaller timeframes? Personally, I do believe that 90 days is a really good number for achieving something. And it may not be like, let's say you want to lose that 20 from 2020, right? You're going to lose that weight. 90 days is, you're not going to do it in 90 days, not healthily or in a healthy manner. But What you can do is you can say, okay, so that is something that I want to do this year. Well, then in 90 days, what if I said I'm going to lose six of those pounds or five of those pounds or 10 of those pounds, whatever it is, like something, do something that's smart and healthy, but break it down into little bite sized chunks and Ninety days is a good amount of time to change habits, like completely change a habit. Um, it's a good time for like a lot of things. You can you can see a lot of you can see a lot of success. You can see a lot of action over a ninety day period, while still having the opportunity to to keep going for bigger and greater things that you want to do. Right? Then take those ninety days and break them down into thirty day chunks. Like, I, I, you've probably heard me say on the podcast before, there have been more than one time in my life uh, that I've been doing something that was a little harder than I had expected it to be. And usually there's that point there I'm like, I can do anything for X amount of miles or X amount of hours or whatever it is, right? Like I can remember the first time I started saying this to myself was a bike ride. I just wanted to get that darn bike ride done so bad. I was hurting so bad. And there were five miles left. I thought, I can do anything for five miles. And so think about that. Like we can do anything for 30 days. I mean, 30 days is just a snap of the finger, right? So break your 90 days down into little 30 day chunks and say, you know, what do you want to do in those thirty-day pieces? What's going to matter? Like, what are you going to? Thirty days is thirty days is a perfect time because you can really see if you're on track or off track, right? And then, then when you're doing that, you also want to track. You've, you know, me. It's all about tracking, planning, um, making schedules, whatever it is. But, but if you schedule it or you plan it it's going to make it so much easier. So let's talk about planning it for a second. Let's say that what you want to do is you want to um, you want to, you want to start working out. You haven't been doing your exercise the way you wanted to and so you're going to start working out. So all you have to do is start planning that 30 days, you know, what's it going to look like? What are you going to do? Um, you don't have to put specifics cause it's, that's way too long to put your specific workouts together, but you know, it gives you an idea of like, what am I going to be focusing on high level, high level. I'm going to be focusing on cardio three times a week and strength building three times a week and stretching three times a week, whatever it is, right. You're going to, what you're going to be focusing on. Then think about where your pitfalls are going to be. Like what's going to hold you back? For instance, for me, a pitfall could be when I'm recording this, it's winter. Winter in in Texas can be, it can be anything, right? Like right now, I'm wearing a sweater because this morning there was frost on the ground. And now I think it's probably 70 degrees and sunny outside. You just never know what's going to happen in Texas in the weather. So that's a pitfall, right? I mean, if we're pouring down rain, I'm not going to go bike riding. So I plan by having alternative options right? I could just have alternative options. I have a a bike trainer, um, one of those like little mechanical things that you put your bike on and pedal, pedal basically like a hamster on a hamster wheel, but I can use it inside. Not my favorite thing, but it works, right? So, you know, plan, know where the pitfalls are going to be. If maybe what your plan is, is that, well, right now, today that um, I'm recording this, we're starting our sugar first sugar reset that um, we're kicking off for 30 days. So I've got everybody planning, like, where are your pitfalls going to be? What's, what's going to be the thing that is a stumbling block, right? And if you go into those 30 days knowing what it is that's going to be holding you back, knowing, like, I mean, not setting yourself up for failure, but just setting yourself up to win because you know the things, the potential problems Right, the potential problems and pitfalls. That's going to put you so far ahead of the game, because when it happens, let's say your thing is that um, you're not drinking wine for the next month, and then your sister comes into town. If my sister's living listening to this, I'm not. I'm not using you as a real example. But your sister comes into town, and she brings this beautiful bottle of wine with you, and she's only going to be there for a night. If you know that that's going to be happening, then you can set yourself up to have I don't know, maybe have some sort of wonderful non-alcoholic thing to drink or whatever it is. But just kind of look down the road. Look down the road and see what's going to hold you up. And then stop it, right? We can do anything for 30 days. Then let's think about, um, well, another one is that like if you're changing a habit, like this is going to be some sort of habit change you're going to make, do not depend on willpower. (laughs) Willpower is not going to get you through 30 days of anything. You're lucky if it's going to get you through a day of something. So you don't want to depend on willpower. You want to make these plans, right? And then you also want to keep in mind always, why do you want the change, right? Why is it that you want to reach the goal you want to reach or change the habit that you want to reach or change the habit that you want to change? Why? Because when we know our why, it's one of those things that we can fall back on or that can lead us forward. Either way, works both ways. So if your why is, okay, your why is that you're not drinking wine because you want to sleep better, you want to lose that belly fat around your stomach, you want your mind to be clearer, then when five o'clock comes and Your other half says, oh, are you sure you still want to do that 30-day thing? Why don't you have a glass of wine with me? You can say, no, because you know why you're doing it. Um, So keep those in mind. A couple of other things that you can do. Think about acting as if you're already whatever it is that you want, okay? A, for instance, might be acting as if, let's say, going back to the example of losing the weight, If you were already, um, had already shed that 20 pounds or 10 pounds or whatever it is, doesn't matter, um, what would you be doing? How would you be doing things differently? How would you be feeling, right? Like, how would you be feeling? Because when you can start acting as if you already feel that way, then you're already setting yourself up to, to make everything work for you. Always. Promise you. Promise you. You just act as if. Um, Maybe one of your plans are you want to be more active, right? Um, You want to do more backpacking or hiking or you want to go out and play with the kids more, whatever it is, whatever active is for you. You want to be more active. Then start thinking about what's that person like who is active the way I want to be? What are they doing? Maybe what they're doing is maybe they're making a plan to go on a big hiking trip or to go out for the day hiking. It doesn't matter, right? It really doesn't matter. You just want to think about what would that person be like that I want to be and then start taking those actions. Maybe one of those actions might be maybe the person who has lost that weight is someone who is no longer hitting the candy bars at three o'clock, right? So if you're acting as if, then you simply know that that's not something that she'd be doing. So you just like put yourself in those spaces. Always think about like, how would I act? Um, acting as if, right? Uh, a, good for, a good example for me is actually in work. Um, I love doing these podcasts. And I also have to carve out the time to do, we usually do a few in a day. And so I catch myself doing a lot of the other things that I think need to happen first, right? Like I need to get the emails done, I need to do that, and whatever. And when I say to myself, well, someone with a really successful podcast, what are they doing? Well, they're recording the Dawn podcast, right? So you have to act as if. And then a couple of other things to think about. You've, you've got a theme for the year, Right. Um, You've got a 90 day goal, desire, intention, whatever you wanna call it. You've broken it down into 30 day sprints. Now, what happens if you do stumble? What happens if you don't do something you say you're gonna do? What happens if, let's say that you've decided that you're not gonna eat sugar and then you eat sugar or you're not gonna drink and then you drink, whatever it is, right? What happens? Nothing, absolutely nothing, okay? Sometimes we slip, whatever. It means nothing except that you slipped, nothing else. It doesn't mean that it's never going to work. It doesn't mean that since you didn't do it, you might as well quit. It doesn't mean anything. Just start over. Just start again. Start up where you left off. Trust yourself, okay? Trust yourself. There's something that sometimes we forget, but I promise that we are all so much stronger and smarter and better than we often give ourselves credit for, okay? We just, I think that we're kind of hard on ourselves. And the truth is, is that we, do, we don't we do always do things the way we need to do them. We don't always hit a home run. We just, it just happens. And we want to, right? And that person who is the person you want to be, they're giving it hell. Right, you're going to give it everything you've got, but but when it doesn't work, don't hold it against yourself. Just simply stop, say, "Well, <laughs> that didn't work," and then start okay, start again. Just start again. There's nothing wrong with that. So. Okay. So that let me run back over these real quick because this is my my thoughts on New Year's resolutions. Kind of went to a different place you thought they were going, to. So my thought is that resolutions can be hard because 12 months is a long time. And if we actually think about theming our year, what is this year going to mean to you? Is this the year of brilliant health? Is this the year of adventure is this the year of what like you know what's this year mean is this year you know of weight loss I don't care theme this year and then figure out what you can accomplish that matters to you in the next 90 days after 90 days then break it down into 30-day increments easy ones just like you know things that you know that you can do for 30 days because we can do hard things. And I promise you, we really can do just about anything for 30 days. Um, And then at that point, you're going to plan. And in that plan, you're not just going to schedule what it is that you need to do. Don't try and schedule the 30 days. If if we're talking about workouts or food or whatever we're talking about, schedule it for a week and then look for where those pitfalls are going to be. What's going to hold you back? what's going to catch you up, what's going to trip you. Okay. And be prepared because when we're prepared, then we can make different choices. It's easy. And if there's anything else I've learned this last year, um, easy is super important. Super important. In fact, that is one of my words for this year is that I just need things to be a little bit easier, a little bit more peaceful. So there's one of my themes for the year, but make it easy and then act as if, right, as it, act as if you're already that person, act as if you already have those things that you want. And then if you stumble, if something doesn't work out exactly the way you want, give yourself a break and then simply start over. That's all you've got to do. And if you don't want to start over from day one, then you just pick it up where you started or pick it pick it up where you slipped and then get going forward so thank you so much for being here and i will say that if you're hearing this um, when we go live, then the Sugar Reset does not start until I think it's January 25th. So you still have time to get in there. And I know you're just like dying to like, let's dump the sugar, huh? Let's quit the wine and dump the sugar. Everybody's terrified in the group, but it's, it's going to be lots of fun, I promise. So the Sugar Reset is just simply fitisfreedom.com forward slash sugar reset. You can also find that in the show notes. And I would be so thankful if you could also do a review, Um, it matters. It matters a lot and it helps the podcast reach more people and it makes me really, really happy. (laughs) How goofy can I be, right? I'm totally goofy today. So I would be honored if you did that. And once again, thank you so much for being here and have a wonderful, wonderful week. See you. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one on one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams, I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.